Haley. Catherine. Do you know how we got our podcast started so fast? How? We use the Anchor app. What's the Anchor app? Well, it's a really cool app. It's completely free and it'll distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Wow, it literally does all the work for you pretty much. Basically. For free? And yeah, and you can make money on your podcast. It's free. It's completely free. Anything you need to make your podcast will be all on Anchor. Wow. I'm more dependable than anyone in my life, so... I mean, (laughs) you said it. (laughs) Um, So if you guys are interested in starting a podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. Thanks. For the spooky booze. I am. But then you forced the truth out of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Remember why we're all here. Trauma. <laughs> if I remember correctly, I was brought here. I was told that I was going to be told a story. You are going to be told a story today. I'm excited. We're going to talk about true crime story today. Oh, my perfect bedtime story. <laughs> <laughs> It's, um, I feel like I say this every time, it's a doozy. We do say that word a lot. We said it the very first episode, and we said it the last episode. Now you said it now. This week, too. It's a doozy. But the first episode was, like, the best version, because I was like, doozy Doozy dugard. (laughs) Yeah, it worked. It really did. (laughs) Um, All right, Haley, so I'm going to take you back. Back in time. Mm. Let's get in our little time machine. We're time lords. Yes. (laughs) Doctor Um, Who, anybody? Doctor Who? April 20th, 420. (laughs) 420 blazing. We're going to take you back to April 20th, 1999. In Littleton, Colorado. I was two. I was nine. You said Colorado? Yes. I was probably there. In Colorado? Yeah. I was born in Colorado. No way. Yes way. <gasps> Colorado wow. Springs. Wow. Okay, so we're in Littleton, Colorado, mm-hmm. t- 1999. All right. And we're at a, a high school right now. Mm. I think I know where we're going. <laughs> um, and the high school's name is Columbine. Oh, yeah. I know where we're going. Oh. So today we're going to talk about the Columbine High School Massacre. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, another dark one this week, are we? Yeah, I just last I week was dark. Right into it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will try really hard to make jokes at an appropriate time. Yeah, yeah. Try to only at appropriate times. I'm going to not tell you like what the end results are for this. I'm going to start at the very beginning. Okay. So that you don't quite know what's going to happen. Oh. Just in case you don't remember the whole entire story. You mean the the story that was newswide and is very well known? Tell me, how many people died? I don't know. Exactly. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> I mean, just the just the gist of it. I mean, yeah, you already you and all the spooky babes know the gist of it. Everyone knows okay. the gist of Columbine. Give me those deets. But I'm going to tell you the details. Give me the details. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Catherine got the deets. I got the deets. We're April 20th, 1999 at Columbine High School at 11.17 a.m. Okay. Very specific, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> How do they remember the time? I think it was reported, like, mm. from people who were there that survived. I mean, and I'm gonna be security honest. cameras. I'm going to be honest. Everyone's, like, clock and phone are different, so. Well. Because, <laughs> like, in my car. Because, like, in my car, my radio is, like, five minutes fast. And then my phone is, like, a minute fast than some people's. Honestly, sure. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't exactly 1117, but I'm assuming they got it from some sort of camera. Right. That was on the school grounds that captured this part of the mm-hmm. thing, which is at an entrance. There are two people, and their names are Dylan Kelbold and Eric Harris. Dylan mm-hmm. was 18, and Eric was 17. Mm. So at 11.17, they placed two duffel bags in the cafeteria. Okay. I'm not sure what was technically in the duffel bags, but mm. we kind of know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at 11.19, they were out at the west entrance of the school. They were dressed in trench coats, mm. and there were two other students named Rachel Scott and Richard Kelstado, and they were having lunch on the grass. Dylan threw a pipe bomb into the parking lot. These boys did not know how to make a pipe bomb to function, which is great. I love that. I <laughs> love that for us because it's probably why it wasn't more of a catastrophe I than it I was. I was going to say less catastrophic. Because I honestly, before I researched, I didn't remember that there were pipe bombs mm. involved. I only remember one, one part of it, and it not, wasn't even outside the school. So, <laughs> Right. So they threw a pipe bomb into the parking lot. And people thought it was a senior prank because it only partially went off. It didn't, like, hurt anyone. Nothing caught on fire. They thought Uh, it was a senior prank. So some students even started saying, go, 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 because they thought it was a senior prank and they were... I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So they pulled their guns out and they started shooting. And Rachel, who was having lunch in the field uh, that was in front of the entrance, she got shot four times. Um, and uh, with a carabine, and she died instantly. And then Richard was shot eight times in the chest, arm, and the abdomen, and was left paralyzed. He did survive, though. Oh, he's alive. He is alive. Oh. They went further in towards the doors. They didn't go into the, the building yet, but there were uh, there was a staircase on the outside near the the entrance. And there were three students that were coming up the stairs: Daniel Roenberg, Sean Graves, Lan- and Lance Kirkland. They started shooting down the staircase, and Daniel was killed, and Sean and Lance were injured. Dylan walked up to Lance, who was calling out for help, and he said, sure, I'll help you, and then shot him in the face with a shotgun. That's fucked up. Super fucked up. These kids were... Dylan and Eric were really fucked up. Like, there was something wrong with them. Oh, yeah. Like, seriously wrong. For sure. Obviously. Like, I mean, it had to be something... Yeah. Internally. Lance survived, and Sean was paralyzed below the waist. The guy who got shot in the face survived. Holy shit. Yes. And Sean was paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean actually rubbed blood on himself, his, like, friend's blood and his own blood, and played dead in, like, the, um, in, like, the entryway to the cafeteria. Smart. And Dylan even stepped over Sean saying, sorry, dude. Not knowing that he was still alive and could hear him. Now you fucking say sorry? Like, And I think it was kind of sarcastic because he was stepping over him. Oh, You know, true. like, yeah. kind of like, excuse me, pardon me. Like, mm-hmm. 
Eric was still shooting down the staircase, and another student named Anne-Marie Halchholter was partly paralyzed. Someone heard the, the boys saying, this is awesome, it's something we've always wanted to do. Which to me is like, I don't know, I keep saying it's so fucked up, but like, the whole thing is so fucked Honestly, up that like, yeah. everything, anything, anything that comes out of these two guys' mouths is just royally fucked. It's like some like sick fantasy that they had. Right. And then they threw some more pipe bombs and only some of them detonated. Mm-hmm. Patty Nielsen, she was a teacher and she heard the commotion that was kind of like right outside the front door. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she opened the first set of doors. So it's, it was like a double set. She opened the first set to like tell him to knock it off, thinking it was like a senior prank. And she didn't, I guess she didn't understand what was happening. And she, uh, was there with like another student and his name is Brian Anderson. And she opened the first set of doors and they started shooting through the windows and Patty got shrapnel like in her shoulder both the teacher and the student ran to the library warning the other students um, to like get down and hide in the library. Mm-hmm. At that point, it's about 11.22. So we have gone about yeah, off five, park. six minutes, yeah. Yeah. A janitor called the police. Then there was Neil Gardner, who was an officer that like was at the school already. Mm-hmm. And he was radioed and told that there was a shooter in the parking lot. So he made his way around, and he was about six years away from Eric, and Eric shot ten shots towards Neil. And then Neil was shooting back with his service pistol four shots. All the shots missed, both of them. Like, <laughs> neither one of those people got hurt at that time. And so wow. then Eric ducked and shot four more shots at Neil, also missing. And then Neil reported all of the shots and all of the commotion to, like, the police police mm-hmm. uh, from his radio. Eric shot 47 times and Dylan shot five times uh, before they entered the school. So they started throwing pipe bombs and shooting anyone when they started go like walking down the hallway in the school. Dylan shot a girl. Her name was Stephanie Munson and she shot, she shot her in the ankle, but she was able to get away. That's good. They started shooting through the doors at the other end of the hallway towards Stephanie, who was running away, but they missed those shots. I don't think that they were really, really great with, like, shooting long range, <laughs> from what I can tell. No. <laughs> they were not good at that. Thank goodness. Thank goodness, yeah, for sure. At this time, six deputies showed up out in the parking lot and started trying to help students that were injured out in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And at 11.26, which is about another four minutes later... Eric came back to the door and started shooting towards Neil again and the other officers. Mm -hmm. And they returned fire. Another deputy shot three smoke rounds at Eric, who hid in the building. Um, So no one got hit in that exchange either, which because everyone was too far away. (laughs) Oh, my God. Some some of the parts, I'm just like... like, (laughs) They literally just like, okay, I'm going to buy these. I'm going to buy this, yeah. Steal this. Googled it, you know... There were two janitors, John Curtis and Jay Galatine, and they successfully evacuated the cafeteria, and they moved them to the second floor and tried to secure the school a little bit. Eric and Dylan were in the hallway at the library entrance, and they saw uh, Dave, another janitor, and a student, and they started running after them and shooting at them down the hallway. Eric hit Dave twice in the back and the neck, but he uh, was able to make it into like a classroom with other students. 
and another a student was sent from a different classroom. Which I don't know how this happened, but this student, his name was Aaron Hansey, and he was sent because he was able to do first aid, and he provided first aid for three hours to the janitor, which was heroic. Oh my god! Like <laughs> so heroic. Jeez. Yes. We're at about eleven twenty-nine now. Mm-hmm. About three minutes later. Eric and Dylan, it all happened so fast. I know. I'm like, th- seriously, like it had to happen fast. But Eric and Dylan entered the library where there was 52 students, two teachers, and two librarians. Mm-hmm. They were not able to evacuate before that happened. Right. As they entered, Eric shot his gun twice at one of the desks near the entrance. And this student, his name was Evan Todd, he was taking cover behind like a pillar and then he moved to like behind a copier and when he, they shot at the desk like splinters of wood got into his eye and his lower back from the shot and so then he went to hide behind the admin counter at that point and he was hiding there for the remainder of the, the, the time they turned towards the computer like there was a row of computers in the right. library they turned towards the computer and there was a disabled student named Kyle Vasquez and Eric shot him with a shotgun in the head fatally like just point blank i don't even know that's so fucking sad i know they made their way through the library yelling telling everyone to get up because the library was going to explode well they're fucking with their great bombs that they've made right (laughs) they're clearly working bombs and people report to say that they were even like enjoying themselves which is crazy because they were hearing like them shooting and saying yahoo like, some, like so okay i'm just curious to know like what i know you're gonna s- mention later like what's up with these two yeah but like i i just want to like there has to be something that fucked them up right to where seriously yeah at the end of it we really don't even know there's only theories of what happened or why they did this you know so they ordered everyone in the room they ordered all the jocks to stand up and they said anyone with a white hat or a sports emblem is dead. So There's they hated the jocks. They hated jocks, yeah. It was a tradition among the athletes in Columbine to wear white hats. I think it was part of like their uniform. Mm-hmm. So Eric and Dylan shot out the windows. And then Eric took off his trench coat and shot his shotgun at one of the tables. And he injured three students. And their names were Patrick Ireland, Daniel Steepleton, and Mackay Hall. Mm-hmm. And this is where some hero stuff happens between some of these students, which is crazy. Eric knelt down and shot under like a lower desk, and he fatally shot in the back of the neck Stephen Kernal. Mm-hmm. He moved to the next desk and shot Casey Ruggenseger through her uh, right shoulder, um, but she did survive. When she cried out in pain, he said, and I quote, quit your bitchin'. Excuse me? Shoot him in the arm. Right. <laughs> or shoulder. <laughs> and then he knelt down to the next table and said, peekaboo. Which like he, was a, just, he just loved this whole, like, I was like, they were enjoying, like, fucking, like, like, cat and mouse. Yeah. Like, just, like, a game. Right. It, Is a theory video games? Uh-huh. Yeah. Of figures. And the, the people who were under that table where he said peekaboo, her name was Cassie Bernal and Emily Wyatt. He then shot Cassie, killing her, and in the process of of shooting Cassie, the recoil made him hit himself with his gun in the nose. 
and like his nose started bleeding. Quit your bitching. Quit your bitching, right? He told Dylan and Dylan was like, well, why'd you do that? <laughs> like, like they're making it seem like, like they're not doing anything. I know. Like this is like they're normal. Just having normal random conversations. Right. Under the next table, there was Brie Pascal and Eric asked her, do you want to die? Yeah. What but would have done if she would just been like, yeah, yes. Let her live. Right? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, is she, did she survive? She pleaded for her life, and he responded, everyone will die. That's uh, a lie. That, will, that, that was a lie, yes. Mm-hmm. Dylan said, shoot her, and Eric said, no, we're going to blow up the school anyway. And he let her live. So he is a, a softie for this one. Does he have a soft spot? Did he think he <laughs> had a shot with her afterwards? Oh, my like, God. <laughs> uh, can you imagine? Reason? Can what? you imagine? Right. Oh, like that meme where it was like when you're when you compliment the quiet kid right. and you see him cross your name off in right. the, the journal. Like, who knows? I don't know why he spared her at that moment. Good. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. So at this point, they uh, Dylan turned around and saw there were the three boys that had gotten sh- uh, injured, Patrick and mm-hmm. Daniel and um, Mackay. Patrick was helping Mackay and Dylan went over and shot him in his head twice and then once in the foot patrick was um unconscious at that point but he did not die wait the guy that got shot in the head twice i mean i was surprised too <laughs> I, yeah a little bit you yeah. think that you, i mean some of these survival story like this one was like not really a survival story but it does have a lot of survivors in it which is great yeah, which is great which is heartwarming but also really mm. sad about the other parts right it's really sad that they had to survive something like this exactly you know? and then some are surviving with like life like life-changing injuries yeah right he moved to the next table who that had isaiah shoals matthew ketcher and craig scott he yelled i found and he said the n-word oh it my was, god yeah and he started pulling isaiah from under the table out Eric came over and joined them in trying to pull him out, and they were taunting him, making, like, degrading and racial comments towards right. him. Um, they shot under the table, and they shot Isaiah in his chest, killing him. Dylan shot and killed Matthew, and Craig covered himself in his friend's blood and pretended to be dead. Who did that? Craig. That's fucking traumatizing, man. Like, It's really traumatizing. I can't imagine, like, to think in that moment, like, oh... Because that, like, that's like a split-second decision right. to cover yourself and pretend to be dead. Right. But I just can't imagine, like... Right. That's so traumatizing. Yeah. Like, no. Like, so many of these students that survived had so much PTSD. Oh, I fucking bet. I mean, there's no skipping that part. Like, if you survive something like this, you will... It'll, it'll have PTSD. It'll stick obviously. with you forever. Right. Eric said, are you ready to die? kind of like to everyone in the room right is that just his favorite fucking question to ask yeah because he thinks he sounds like he a thinks badass. he's so big and bad like i know people who are big and bad don't do that shit um so he threw a cricket which is like a bomb like a kind of like a grenade oh. towards patrick daniel and mckay again these poor like guys like those three haven't gone through enough already right. it landed i believe in daniel's lap and then mckay saw it grabbed it and threw it and it exploded midair 
Like that oh, was some shit. hero shit. That's like, some like fast thinking. <laughs> yeah, like, like I <laughs> I remember seeing in movies all the time when like the grenade or whatever lands next yeah. to them and they stare at it right. for like <laughs> seconds and yeah. I'm like fucking throw it back. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean in that moment like like I don't know. I I I swear I would I would shut down in these moments like. I, I, if someone threw a grenade at me, I don't think it was actually like a grenade. I think it was a smaller version of a grenade. But mm-hmm. anyway, they threw something like that at me and I had to throw it really quick to get it to not explode near me. <laughs> I wouldn't make it. Right. I, I hate when people ask like, what would you do in a situation, yeah. whatever. And I'm just like, you never know. Yeah. Like what? Because your, your mind's crazy. Right. Like you could shut down, you know, the fight or flight. Right. Thing. you never know what is going to happen until like it actually happens so i hate when people ask that question and then a lot of people like they obviously give the heroic answer yeah. or the answer that i fight i, I you know. fight yeah. you know and then like in movies they always end up being the fucking coward right i think that you never know how you'd have to react in these situations and i think you also very much hope that you never have to find out exactly i'm just reminded of this active shooter training video from my job <laughs> I, I saw that one too mm-hmm. <laughs> i know and they were like it's either fight flight or, or hot. freeze was it fr- i thought it was hide well the, your options are to fight run and hide but the the responses that your brain gives you is either fight flight or freeze right the fire extinguisher <laughs> they shot towards a close table injuring a student named Mark Kittingen in the head and shoulder. And then he turned towards his left. Is I think uh, this is Eric. Eric turned towards his left and shot at another table, injuring Lisa Kretz, uh, Lauren Townsend, and Valene Schreier. And with one shotgun blast, he injured all three of them. Jesus. Yeah. Dylan also shot towards that same table and killed Lauren with his shot. Mm-hmm. Valene cried out because she was seriously injured, and she said, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And Dylan asked, do you believe in God? And she said, yes. And Dylan said, why? God's gay. What the fuck? Yeah. And walked away. In, in my recollection of what had happened during that time is, do you believe in God? And she said, yes. And then he shot her. Do you remember that? Yeah. Like, it, like, it was like I a weird, like, like, like a nostalgia effect. Like, it was, like, a weird, like, nostalgia, like, deja vu feeling. Because right. I was like, I think I know what you're going to say. But he walked away. But he walked away? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I know. I, sw- I swear that I-, I was always told from, like, reportings and stuff that because she said yes, she was killed. Mandela effect. I swear. <laughs> I swear. Uh-huh. So, at another table, Eric looked at two girls and dismissed them and said, pathetic, and moved on to the next table. Which, honestly... I just... I don't understand the logic. I understand their reasoning. Yeah, yeah. the reasoning, the logic behind everything. I mean, I know they don't like jocks. And I know they don't like uh, people of other ethnicities. Yeah, that's that's literally it. That seems to be it. The only driving factors here. He moved on to the next table... And he fired twice, injuring two students, Nicole Navelin and John Tomlin. John got out from under the table, and Eric continued to shoot him, killing him at that point. He was trying to, like, get away, obviously, mm-hmm. from the shooting. Kelly Fleming was behind a table, um, so it was like there was, there was a table, and she was behind it because there wasn't enough room to be underneath. 
Eric shot her in the back, killing her because she wasn't under a table. Wow. Which, again, there's no rhyme or reason to this. There's really not. There's not. Like, I mean, I mean, yeah, he, they, they say things like they don't like jocks, they don't like Christians, don't like people of different ethnicities. But like they, they're shooting everyone. They seem like they have a plan, but then it's also random right. at the same time. Super random. He shot at the next table, and this table was the same table that had Lauren and Lisa and... Uh, Valine under it. Do you remember them? Mm-hmm. From a few tables ago. Lauren is already dead. He hit her body again. She, the, He hit Lisa again. And he injured Jenna Parks before moving to the middle of the room back with Derek. Eric, once they got to the middle and they reloaded their guns, Eric pointed his carbine under a table. Mm-hmm. The student got up to, like, avoid getting shot. Eric demanded him to identify himself. Like, use your eyeballs. You go to school with these kids. Like, you know who this person is. You definitely, yeah. You definitely know these people. (laughs) Uh, The student's name was John Savage, and he was actually an acquaintance of Eric's. So he knew Eric and and seemed to be friendly with him, I guess. Mm -hmm. He asked what they were doing, kind of like, why are you doing all this? But he said, what are you doing? And he said, oh, just killing people. Eric, (laughs) what are your responses? (laughs) Like, I'm sorry. I... (laughs) Oh, just killing oh, people. Like it's normal. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't asking what were you doing. He was asking what are you doing. You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> like, like he why? he clearly yeah. knows what you're doing. Exactly. So when he said, "Oh, just killing people," John asked if they were gonna kill him, and he said no and told him to run. So John ran and fled. We are running to the end points here. Surprisingly, Eric turned and shot at another table. Um, he hit the hand and ear of a student named Daniel Mazer. And Daniel shoved a chair at Harris and grabbed Harris's leg. And Eric fired at him at point-blank range in the face and killed him. But he Mm. tried to fight. He tried. He did try. Good for him. Uh, Both shooters moved and uh, went to a random table, shooting and critically injuring uh, two students, Jennifer Doyle, Austin Babanks, and then they fatally wounded Corey DePooter. So I think that Corey, he didn't actually die there, but he died from his injuries. Right. So around 11.35 now, that's about maybe 10 minutes or so from when they entered. Maybe a little bit more. It's, it's literally been less than 20 minutes. Yes. Eric said, we might just start knifing people. He threw a Molotov cocktail that failed to explode. <laughs> Did he light it? It doesn't... <laughs> I'm sorry. When I heard that they threw a a Molotov cocktail and it and it didn't burst anything into flames, did they just? They literally didn't light it, or they didn't, or the cloth wasn't far enough down, or something. Maybe. (laughs) I I don't know how you fuck up a Molotov cocktail. I don't know. I'm sorry for laughing, but like that. Oh jeez. So then they met at the very end of the library, which is where they saw Todd, and uh, he was actually wearing a white hat. He said, are you a jock? Todd replied, no. And he said, good. We don't like jocks. And so Todd was, like, hiding his face, and he demanded to see his face and asked him to give him a reason not to kill him. Give me a reason not to kill you, Haley. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like, come on. (laughs) I, 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 w- I would be like, ah, I, know, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, oh. I have no idea. 
You love me. That's it. That's. I would never kill you, Haley. Well, I know. You, yeah. Because I do love you. I know. And I obviously don't agree with murder, so I don't want to murder anyone. His response was, I don't want any trouble. And Eric said, trouble? You don't know what trouble is. And he goes, that's not what I meant. I, d- I just, I don't want, I don't, I'm cool with you. Like, I don't, we're good. Like, I'm, that's why I don't, I don't want to die. Mm-hmm. And he's, he let him go. That's he's, good. But he, he also reminded him he could have killed him. Thanks. Mm, thanks I'm letting man. you go. But I'm doing you, you. A, I'm doing you a solid. I'm doing you a solid, like, you know, like knuckles before yeah, right. you leave. This is a fist bump, <laughs> right? Again, Eric and Dylan were not in their right minds, and honestly, it feels mm-hmm. like Eric was the ringleader of Dylan. Yeah, I was gonna say, I keep hearing, I keep hearing Eric, right? Eric, I, this, Eric, that. Eric Eric's made, the one with the fucked up phrases, right? Right, and like the god complex of, like, yeah, like he's. Do you want to die? Like, yeah, like he can. He had this like power in mentally where he was like i have the power to kill you or not right so they left the library at 11 36 mm-hmm. and they went towards the science area mm-hmm. um with they kind of lost them because there was the, the kids had the students had already been evacuated from that area they had honestly lost them until 11 44 so there's about eight minutes or so of un unaccounted time there mm-hmm um, but they showed up on the security cameras in the cafeteria. Eric shot at one of the pipe bombs that was in the cafeteria that failed to explode the first time. Right. Trying to let it explode now. And it still didn't explode. Just take a hint, man. Like, <laughs> let's just say that, like, bombs and stuff must not be Are not their forte. They're not, not good forte. for you. Mm-hmm. Like, you just, you're not good at it. Nope. <laughs> Thank goodness. I feel like they literally either googled this shit right or they played a video game and were really good at it and then they were like you know what i did it in the game i can do it in real life i can do it again i know i can no no absolutely not absolutely not so then dylan examined that um pipe bomb to see like why why it didn't detonate detonate. (laughs) um and then he like backed off and threw another molotov cocktail Oh my god this one did actually catch a fire that was very quickly put out by sprinkler system inside <laughs> can you imagine the disappointment he's like he's like yes i finally did it and then yeah dreams extinguished yeah. like sorry. instantly it I'm, was awful i'm just imagining like the anime like <laughs> red blushing with the little like sweat drop coming down right. afterwards like and then the little noise like dude I know. I'm sincerely loving. I'm loving all of the fails that are happening. I hate that this entire thing is happening, but I love that that bad things are happening to them yeah. during this time that they're experiencing. Exactly. <laughs> at that point, they left the cafeteria at 11:46. Then they started like shooting their guns at the ceiling through the school. Mm-hmm. It was mostly empty except for. Um, the dead and injured students that couldn't leave right even the library was evacuated at this point of the students that could leave Mm -hmm. and so then they went back into the library at 1202 they tried another fire exchange between the police out the window again no one got hit and at about at about 1208 both gunmen had killed themselves eric had shot himself with his shotgun through his mouth Mm mm-hmm um, and then Dylan shot himself in the temple. It was reported supposedly that they did like a 
one, two, three, and there was a loud bang, and they did it together like that. But How that romantic. was not confirmed. <laughs> How romantic. What a bromance. So cute. Um, Ugh. But that was not confirmed. Not at all. Right. But it's, it's great for a story, I guess, if you're a reporter. True. That, like, you know, <laughs> they said one, two, three, and then shot themselves. Like, yeah, like they went out together. And went out. And <laughs> anyway. So literally like less than an hour, but like the major damage was less than 20 minutes, mm-hmm. which is crazy. That is crazy. I can't even like it. You know how long it takes me to decide what to watch on Netflix? <laughs> I can never make a split like a. Why split shouldn't you die? <laughs> Wait, what are my options? <laughs> die or not die? Pretty much. <laughs> Whatever you want. It's fine. Jeez. <laughs> Like, I can't make a decision for myself at all. You know how long it takes us to even decide what we're going to get, like, right, for lunch? To eat or something? Or yeah. food? Like, yeah. Right. I don't know. I don't know how I would be in this situation, but I know I would not be good. <laughs> no. Especially afterwards, if I survive. Mm. I would be, I would, personally. I would never go in public again. Exactly. I'd never leave the house. No. I would I, never want to go to any building. No. No. I, I wouldn't want to go to I wouldn't want to go to public places. No. Fairs. Mm. Carnival. I barely want to do it now, honestly. <laughs> I know. I don't like people that much, so. <laughs> Just give me more of a reason to stay home. Right. Well, at the end, the total amount of people who were killed were 13. And okay. the total wounded was 20. And then there was obviously the two shooters that's not counted in 13, so technically there were 15. Okay. 15 killed, 20 injured. Uh, that did survive, though. We're shot Right. I mean, it, it could have been Some worse. Some parallelized. Yes, it could have been worse, but... But, yeah. I mean, I, I, a lot of them were obviously changed forever, because... Yeah. Physically and fine. mentally. But for they're... sure, mentally, not good. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I read a lot about, like, how... The students experienced a ton of PTSD and like a mother of one of the people who got killed, killed herself because of the whole thing. And there were some students that got like an opioid addiction mm-hmm. because of basically having to deal with the trauma and all of that stuff. Jeez. Yeah. Like there's a lot of aftermath that obviously no one talked about after, yeah. after the reporting of the shooting. No one talked about the... The after effects, the after effects of, of what happened to the victims. Mm-hmm. The survivors, um, yeah. Now, I think there is a documentary of the survivors telling their story. I think I saw it on Netflix a few years ago, but I don't know if it's still on Netflix. I did not watch it this time. Honestly, we should, we should have watched it. I don't know necessarily. Again, when I get all my research online, I don't know what is exactly true or not. I don't know if those time frames are exactly right, but I know it happened very quickly and a lot of damage very quickly. So the media had a couple of different theories of why this happened, since we couldn't talk to the actual killers or right. shooters. I, I was wondering that when you said that no one knows for sure. I was like, did no one interview them? No well. one could. <laughs> Obviously, the first one was that there was a mental disorder that was there in between both of them. Either right. one of them had it and convinced the other, or they both had some sort of mental issues that caused them to do this. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing that happens when I hear about like a school shooting and people say, oh, he was like, he was really messed up and depressed. And I like, I feel for the person who's depressed, obviously. Right. But like, 
I know so many people who deal with like anxiety, depression, PTSD, a lot of things. And they don't go this far. And they don't do this stuff. So like, I understand that that could be a factor, but it cannot be the only reason that this happened. Right. There has to be something, obviously. Obviously, (laughs) yes. (laughs) That's one of the biggest ones that they obviously pushed in the media. Mm -hmm. Another thing that was really big that they pushed in the media, which they also always push every time there's a school shooter or some kind of... A big uh, massacre like this is music and movies and video games. Mm -hmm. I also play video games. Like, I play the shooter pew-pews. me too. We play together. Right. I know a lot of gamers, and I don't know anyone who is this aggressive and violent to the point that they would shoot up a school or shoot up a theater. Like, there again, there has to be more than just one thing that mm-hmm. I, piles into this you know mm-hmm. uh, and, i feel like it would take a lot yeah like a lot so it, it may yes it may have been mental illness it may have been video games but it had to be multiples i remember when that was a never. thing i remember when that was a thing yes. for a while where a lot of the boomers were like mm-hmm. violent video games they're causing violence like they're the reason for this and da, 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 da. it is like a, a taboo kind of thing right but i've met a lot of gamer people guys and girls guys, yes yeah and they literally just stay like stay in their room yeah all they day. don't want to talk to anyone like, yeah other like, than they're like gamer friends right obviously another one is bullying right. because they were targeting people like jocks who are commonly mm-hmm. people who bully people who are not normal or you right. know kind of eccentric things like that i was bullied a lot yeah i was bull- yeah right so but again <laughs> A lot of people are bullied and this doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. I never once thought, no. oh, I'm going to kill this person yeah. because they bullied me. They bullied no. me. I mean, like, I would come home in tears. Yeah. I would cry all the way home. Like, Yeah, me too. Like, yeah. all those things. Like, I would feel really angry. Right. Like, not they, violent. They hurt no. my feelings. Yeah. So, that's the story of um, the Columbine High School massacre mm-hmm. or school shooting. Um, it's very sad. Wasn't this the, like first like big i think i don't know if it was technically the first well like, the big the, like it was like it was the big, like one. Really big one though, mm-hmm. that happened that i don't remember ever hearing any public and publicized right i was like i don't remember hearing anything about any like this is the first like mainstream one mm-hmm. i wanted to remember the, the victims by telling you their names again just so that we can remember them Oh, that's really sweet because I this is obviously something really terrible and I I really very much want to be respectful of the victims. Right. So I'm I just going to tell you guys their names. Um, so this is the order in which they passed. So Rachel Scott, Daniel Roborough, Dave Sanders, Kyle Velasquez, Steve Kernel, Cassie Bernal, Isaiah Schulz, Matthew Ketcher, Lauren Townsend, John Tomlin, Kelly Fleming, Daniel Mauser, and Corey DePuter. Just a quick moment for them, just because that's Like, terrible. we may make jokes, because that's just how we are, and we make light of horrible we situations can- <laughs> like this, but this is genuinely, like, really fucking sad. It's so sad, which is why I just wanted to be completely aware of the the people who did actually lose their lives Mm -hmm. be very respectful of them Mm -hmm. so um yeah that was our story this week Haley, 
you have any parting parting words with our our spooky babes i mean all i can say is i know this one's a little dark and sad it's a little heavy hopefully these will not be like this all the time like we can't do too heavy we did two heavy weeks in a row like but yeah they definitely won't all be like this they may not all even be murder true like obviously these aren't like the easiest things to talk about but they are good to bring to light because even though yes this was mainstream maybe not everybody knows about it and it is always good to just remember history yeah and sadly tragic events but But okay i mean it's important that we remember history to make sure that we don't repeat history you know what i mean yeah exactly like we learn ideally we remember things that happen so that we don't repeat it Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying anyone forgot but i know that people don't like to necessarily remember these kinds of things these tragedies because they're hard so i think the big takeaway is just make sure you just check on everyone check on your check on your friends and your family and try to help people make sure they're in a good mental headspace Mm -hmm. tell someone that you're thinking of them that might be a complete difference in someone's life is knowing that someone's thinking about them exactly like just knowing that someone's like thinking about you just it can make a big difference for sure so that is your guys's goal for the week is to just choose kindness yes like choose kindness it it works out for everyone way better if you just choose kindness right it doesn't cost anything to be kind yeah it costs literally zero dollars and zero cents and also our coping mechanism is trying to make things light Mm-hmm. that are not light yeah make jokes <laughs> and so when we laugh or make a joke we're nervous we are seriously just trying to cope with the the bad stuff the heaviness of this <laughs> we are not good with heavy stuff no um and you'll probably hear that on every true crime podcast that they're <laughs> just not good with heavy stuff it's seriously that's the reason why we <laughs> we aren't trying to make fun of anyone Mm-mm. um i will definitely make fun of someone who kills someone though <laughs> for sure right or someone who can't make a pipe bomb for sure oh. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right spooky babe so be kind to someone to this week be kind choose love just be there for someone and if there are some fellow spooky babes that are struggling with anything like our messages are always open yes if you if you really need anything you can always find us on twitter for the ghouls instagram saturdays are for the ghouls or facebook saturdays are for the ghouls Mm -hmm. you can always find us there you can always send us a message and we will send you some support and and good thoughts we will gladly support and offer you. I mean, obviously, we can't, we can't like fix things because we're not no, we're not miracle superheroes or anything. But we can listen. We'll definitely listen and we'll provide the best advice that we can. And hopefully, maybe our little podcast and our could bring you a our personalities bit of joy. exactly can bring just a little bit of joy to y'all to y'all's life. But seriously, if you need help, please ask someone for help. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we don't want you guys to struggle. The world is much better with you in it. Literally talking to ourselves right now. 
I'm literally going to cry. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm giving myself advice. So spooky babes, as you lay your head down tonight to go to sleep, um, we hope you have the most wonderful dreams. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you in your nightmares. <laughs>